Welcome to the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network, a weekly broadcast sponsored by CVC Coaching, hosted each week by industry speaker, coach, author, and educator, Jerry Eisenhower. Our presentations are produced to assist business owners and managers in turning their business dreams into their business realities. And now, here's your host, Jerry Eisenhower. Hey, and welcome once again to the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network. We put this on every single week, and what we try to bring you is superstars of the real world, the blue-collar people that can help you. And this week, I got another great guest. Got to know this lady over the last couple of years. She actually spoke at one of my events, and we run into each other on occasion. And most of all, we keep up with each other on social media and try to we all learn from each other. So this week, my special, special guest is a lady known as the plumber's wife. But hey, she's become a coach, a consultant, a trainer, and she's recently went through some new training I'm going to get to ask her about today with the Ziegler organization. So Ellen Roar, are you with me today, sweetie? Hey, Jerry. Super excited to be here. And you make me sound so smart. Thank you. Well, you are smart. I mean, you, you you just you know how to take it, and you know you came from the backwoods and went to the, went to Hollywood and all this stuff, and it's just a pleasure to have you on here. So the first thing I want to ask you about: you have joined an elite group of people, which my wife Cheryl's also a member of, but you recently became, I believe, a ZLC Ziggler Legacy Certified Trainer. So tell us a little bit about first of all. What made you decide you were already made it in this world? So why did you go to become a ZLC, Ellen? Do you know Howard Partridge? Too well. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Partridge um, really encouraged me to take the class. And it's a week-long class. Man, that's a lot of time. I wasn't so sure that I wanted to do it, and I just love and trust Howard so much. He said, I think you're going to get a lot out of the, the experience, so um, take the class. And I did, and I had an absolutely fabulous time. It is a long in, in our industry. What I run into is um, not only a lack of financial acumen, but a lack of marketing um, savvy. The easiest thing to do when you run into a price objection is to lower your price. When the value of your transaction exceeds the price, you'll make a sale. So if people aren't buying, the easiest thing to do, the uneducated thing to do is to lower your price. The champion's approach is to leave the price where it is or raise the price to cover all your costs of doing business and figure out how to add so much value to the transaction that someone would say yes. And in our industry, in the dirty jobs industries, Jerry, if you show up clean, sober, on time, dressed right, and you're willing to use a checklist, you can charge five times what the, comp the competition charges. Because so often they can't afford to show up clean, sober, on time, dressed right, and be you know, training their, their team on formal written procedures. Tough times will weed out some contractors who just throw up their hands and say, I don't want to do this anymore. And you'll notice that if you hang on in tough times, if you dig in and, and demonstrate your willingness to learn financials, learn how to be a leader, learn how to be a good salesperson and a marketer, and you can learn all those skills. If you do that, uh, it's like growing an oak tree. It takes a while for these systems, for this education to take root, but it will. 
And that's where success lies. I wish there were a different path. I wish you didn't have to charge what you have to charge. You are willing to charge what you need to charge and learn how to market and sell at those prices. You can own your service area. That's my encouragement. Why are people afraid? There's so much. Um, my mentor, Frank Blau, said that the problem in our industry, and I'm going to include dirty jobs as a whole, okay? The problem in our industry is a lack of self-esteem. That for, for, for many of the people in this industry, this was the job you got if you weren't college material. Instead of wearing a, a, a suit and tie, you're wearing a patch on your shirt, right? So that that issue is maybe the core issue. In addition to becoming a better leader and, and salesperson and financial manager and marketer, understanding the challenges that your team members may have in association with this industry is also on your list of things to do to help them understand the value, the essential nature, the honorability of this good work that you do. And I just went on way too long without giving you a chance to talk. Well, that's right, Don. We're not here to hear me. We're here to hear you today. Alex. I want to hear you too. You're one of my favorites. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like my thought in this is a lot of times I think that you're going to, you called it dirty jobs. I like that. Okay. That's what it is. We get, these people get dirty. You know, I'm dealing with chimney sweeps. We got soot on us, whatever. But a lot of times I think what we forget is we forget to think like that customer. The customer wants someone to come in on time. The customer wants someone to do what they said they would do. And in this day and time, that is so hard to find. And I think people are willing to pay that premium price. And, and one of my things used to be when I was in business, the customer wants to do two things. They want to pick it out and they want to pay for it. And if you can take care of everything else between those two points, you're going to build what you call, what I call an enthused customer. It's going to tell everybody, you got to try this guy. And that builds your reviews, builds your testimonials, builds what you need. And as my coach, Jeffrey Gittimer, often says, it's all about the value. It's not necessarily about what you're doing. What's the value of what you're providing? Because you're providing a service that people don't want to do. 63% of American consumers do not want to do any home maintenance. They don't want to clean out their gutters. They don't want to spread their mulch. They want someone to do it, and they want it done right. So if you do that, you're going to get that price. But you got to deliver on that commitment to value. Don't promise value and then not deliver it. That doesn't work. you got to come through and deliver on the commitment. You agree? Every We are soul brother and sister. So much of what you said just sounds like, well, what do I need to, what do I need to say this for? Jerry's the master. A couple of things. One of, one of the expressions I use that was similar to what you just said is, when you go online, as you learn about marketing, and so much of our marketing is going to be online and on our phones as we move to the future, when we go shopping, we're trying to decide, is this my guy? And how do I buy? Like you said, how do I pick it? And then how do I pay for it? The same thing. Is this my guy? And how do I buy? When it comes to how much you charge, two things. Have you ever done work for free and they still complained about it for your mother or for the church or for somebody. You're doing a good deed, you're doing a mitzvah, and they still complain about it. Has that ever happened to you or one of your clients? It usually happens. And in fact, what you'll find out is the people that want it for the very low cost are going to be the chronic complainers. They are actually people, believe it or not, that are miserable in life. 
They're looking at everything from the bad side. They can't look at a positive of anything. They're glass half full people. That's the way, you know, they're half empty. Excuse me. They're half empty people. Uh And that's what you got to go. The other thing is, is I tell people, examine your marketplace. How much of your market can you actually ever serve? If you can serve over 1% of your market in a dirty job, I'm going to be shocked. When you look at it, the data shows it's not there. Look at the houses. So you only have so many hours a year, so many days a year that you can sell. So what you've got to do is gear yourself. You're not Walmart. You're not Amazon. You're not these companies. You're not Lowe's. You're not Home Depot. You're going, you are a boutique business. How's that sound, Ellen? You're spot on right with that. So if you only have so many hours, be very selective about who you say yes to. You could even have this, as if you're a super small company, you can be uber selective. You might even have this as part of your script when someone says, how much does it cost? Mrs. Fernwicky, we have a very exclusive clientele and I'm happy to encourage you to apply to be one of our customers. We only take a limited number of customers and we want to make sure that we're a good fit. So may I ask you a few questions? You have the right to do that. Now, if you're a super small boutique business, say you're a very small kitchen remodeling company, you can't serve 1%. You can't serve 0.01% of your market area, perhaps be very selective. We work by referral only. Now, for some of you, that's a really great way to go to market. Now, if you're going to try and grow and be a bigger company, you're going to need a different tack, but you can still say, we may not be a good fit for you, Mrs. Fernwicky. Let me ask you a few questions with your permission, and let's find out if the kind of service that we provide is the kind of service that's going to make sense for you. Fair enough? You don't have to say yes to everyone that comes to your door. And sometimes they're just frustrated. So we assume they're being mean and nasty. But let me share this. Here's another question for you, Jerry. Have you ever been uber frustrated with a service provider through no fault of theirs? For instance, your TV's down, your internet's down, your phone is down again, and you call and you get the runaround to put on hold, connected, disconnected, et cetera. So when you finally talk to someone on the other end, have you ever been kind of a jerk? I have. How about you? Sure. We all are. That's what happens. Yes. You go through life today. And this is one of the problems. And I tell home service contractors, your customer got up this morning and automatically you listen to the news. How many? And the, one of the things that would be help us out if the world would quit listening to the news every day. I mean, it's the same crap over and over and over. And it really, mm-hmm. you can't change it. But what happens is your customer gets up. They've done told, don't trust nobody in this world. You can't trust nobody out here anymore. They're not going to trust you. So by what you've got to do when that phone calls, you've got to understand that. And the way you kill jerky attitudes is to be nice to them. You kill them with kindness. And what that will do, it's going to open up a whole new avenue of doing business for you. So let me ask you another yeah, question. And, and, and just to be kind to them, you know, they're probably not jerks all the time. 99% of the time, I'm sweet as pie. But I have been pushed to the point of breaking by a frustrating situation where I need a service provider. And it makes it reminds me that our customers are dealing from a point of stress and probably are not at their best when they call us. So a little love goes a long way. Well, one of the things... They don't yeah. pay. They might cry, but as long as they buy... Well, it's like you, you're you're with a company now called Zoom, 
And I can yeah. only imagine there is no one that has a stopped up sewer drain that's going to be in a good mood right now. This has got to be, these people are panicking. I'm envisioning my drains are backing up. Stuff is coming out of this pipe that I'm really not looking forward to. And so I'm already in a bad mood. So I'm presuming you've got to work with your CSRs in there to soothe, the, to soothe those, those feelings. Am I correct? Yes. It isn't about you. There's another great book by, oh, I don't know, he's got three names and his last name is Ruiz and it's called The Four Agreements. Have you read that? Uh-uh. Uh, oh, it's excellent. And uh, like most books, it's the book is probably a little bit long, but the four agreements are to always do your best, be impeccable with your word, um, and, and don't take it personally. It, I can't even remember what the fourth one is, but the, the, the don't take it personally is the one that I want to underline. It's rarely about you. You don't even know this person. That frustration is with the situation or the, their mother-in-law is there and their drain is backed up. To be, to, to be able to take this like a duck and just, as Zig Ziglar says, to help other people get what they want you can have everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. Help them get what they want. Will they pay for it? They will. Can they whine a little bit? Sure. Why not? So let me ask you this, Ellen. Going forward in the future, I'm seeing where I'm going to call them third-party marketeers, the Angie's List, and now we got Amazon coming into the ball game. We've got mm -hmm. Google Home coming into the ball game, and they these companies. I foresee this is going to drastically alter and where we've got to become even more friendlier, more responsive, more acting, and quicker on the draw. Do you foresee this, how this is going to change the dirty jobs industry, as you call it? Once we get our service technician to the door, once my service technician is in front of our customer, you can't beat us. The interesting days ahead will be how do you get that call. There's a lot of noise out there and there's so much happening so fast in online marketing. Nobody really knows what's going on. Even the most expert among us, this world is changing so fast. My encouragement is that you commit to staying on top of it, that you're going to go to the seminars, listen to the webinars, hire the professionals, fire people who aren't working, hire someone else, and then work with them to get good. There's nobody out there. You cannot just buy online marketing success. You will have to get involved with this, okay? It's gonna involve things like FaceTiming your customers. I think that's gonna become a standard operating procedure where we actually like, you know, look at each other, show me the situation, create the relationship over the, the video before we even get there. I think that's gonna become more and more interesting. With um, Google Home Services, there's already guaranteed home services. What's happening is that as Google is trying to Uberify the drain cleaning uh, or the service world, and Amazon's doing the same thing, they're going to get the blowback. They're going to get the one star from the service provider who does a crappy job. They will start um, prioritizing their level of contractor. So to be aware of what's happening with Google Home Services and guaranteed home services is a good idea because Amazon's going to do the same thing. At some point, there will be premium service providing options that cost more 
And that's, that's where you want to be positioned. You can complain about it, you can whine about it, or you can embrace it. And that's our commitment at Zoom Drain is we're going to embrace it. We may make some mistakes, we might waste some money, but we're going to embrace it because it's the way the world's going. So, and that kind of brings me into my last question, Ellen, because this is kind of like a thought process of Ellen's crystal ball, shall we say. So what I'd <laughs> like for you to do, Ellen, is kind of look in your crystal ball. And right now, if you had the opportunity that you could speak to every blue collar, dirty jobs, whatever we want to call it, in America, and this person wants to be successful, and this is a person, I call it the live your dreams. You had business dreams. What's Ellen's parting advice to these people in order to live those dreams? What do you tell them to invigorate them and excite them to go forward? The jobs that we're involved in, you know, the, you know, keeping the heating systems clean and clear, keeping the drains flowing. In plumbing, it's keeping good water from bad water. In, in the, the comfort world, it, it's creating weather, indoor weather. In roofing, it's keeping people dry. All these essential services, electricians power the internet, um, smart home service providers are a, a huge uh, um, emerging market. These dirty jobs are the jobs of the future. And energy, the way we get our energy is going to change, so be it. Be the forerunner. Instead of complaining about these changes, while the rest of your market is complaining about it, you become the expert. You get out there in front of the changes and you are gonna waste some money and you are gonna spin your wheels sometimes, but embrace the change and decide that. No matter what happens in this world, these essential services that we deliver are never gonna go away and they're not gonna be outsourced. How delicious is that? We have the best industries on the planet moving forward. And I would encourage you to find those niches, find the riches in the niches as you move forward as the world changes, as the, the population shifts, as the energy demands change, as the environmental issues change, you be the one to say, I'm gonna be able to help people get these essentials, how they're gonna keep their families safe and dry, how the water is gonna be pure and okay, we're gonna get rid of waste and, and refuse in our lives, how we're gonna be able to power our lives. These are the ways that our industry is gonna become more and more relevant. I mean, that just gets me so excited. Does that resonate with you? It does, and that's the key thing, Ellen. Do you see what we're doing? You're excited, and I'm excited. Okay, we're excited for what the future can hold. We know that things have to change. We know this world is changing. We know the way the customer is going to contact us, the way we're going to deal with it, but it holds all kinds of excitement, and the excitement is, you said it, you're, it's, you are selling a service that cannot be brought in from China, okay? If you were a manufacturer, you gotta worry that somebody's coming in from China to duplicate your product, or you gotta worry about this or whatever. You are in an industry that it has so much potential because the consumer wants everything done for them. They want mm -hmm. everything. They don't wanna wash their own windows or anything. So the difficult jobs you do, there's a demand for them. What you got to do is deliver on that promise, that promise and that commitment. And if you do that, you're going to be successful. You agree? Yes, I have one more thing to share too. So one of the other complaints, you probably hear this all the time, is I can't find good people. Oh, well, and I see the opportunity. I just can't grow my company. That's not what I'm finding to be true. 
What we decided to do with Zoom Drain, what makes us extraordinary, makes me super proud to be part of this organization is we said, well, why would we sit around waiting for somebody else to train our guys? Why don't we train them? Why don't we move in the direction of being able to say, this didn't happen overnight, but our intention was this, we're gonna be able to say, no experience needed. All you gotta do is show up willing and capable and we will provide everything else you need to be successful. Now, you may not make it here because we have high standards. You've got to show up clean, sober, on time, dressed right. You've got to use our checklist. There's 100 ways to get fired here. But if you're willing to do the basic stuff, clean, sober, on time, dressed right, and use our checklist, we can provide a career. You could make fifty dollars to $100,000 a year here. You can have your own truck. You can move up the ladder. We have a transparent pay system. We're teaching people how to, to run their own company. And this company is run by kids. They're amazing. Because when you provide that, when you assume that responsibility for your team, the sky is the limit. I just don't take, I don't like whining. Yes. It's, my, it's my issue. You know, and it's amazing because what you just said, Ellen, is the exact course that I've thought of, that that's where we're going to go in the coming year. And that's my new base camp concept I'm rolling out in 2018. You got to find them. You got to look in the right market. You got to train them. You got to develop the programs to bring them on. Stop this trying to find trained people because it's easier to train than it is to retrain. That's the way it is. And Alan, I'm going to appreciate your time today. I know that you gave me a little bit of time out of a real busy schedule. And this is going to air this week. So everybody, Merry Christmas from Jerry. Merry Christmas from Alan. And Alan, I really, again, Thanks for being here with me today. Is there any parting words before we end, my dear? I love you. I love Miss Cheryl. Say hello. I think you're doing such important, positive um, work in our in our industry. Don't you stop. Let me know when this um, airs, and I'll repost it and let my peeps know too, okay? Don't worry. You'll get a link. and should be up tomorrow, just so you know, so it's coming to you, sweetie. Well, listen, Thank you, you have so a great much. day. And to the blue-collar, dirty workers, Mary, this was Ellen Rohr, and we're going to make it happen. Talk to you next time, Ellen. You have a great day. I know you got another meeting to go to right now, okay? Talk later, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us here each week at the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network, sponsored by CVC Coaching, providing you the coaching and educational outreach services you need to move to your dream destination in business and in life.